reignite your passion for God and for his work. Listen to Bishop Edwin Morgan Ogo, the resident pastor of the Lighthouse Chapel International Adenta Branch, as he comes your way on this podcast with the creative force of God's word. Bishop Ogo also pastors the Flaming Fire Service, a vibrant youth service filled with energetic young people who are ablaze for the Lord. He is also the evangelist of the Greater Love Roadshow, a unique outreach program that ministers the soul-saving love of Jesus Christ to a hurting world through music, dance, and the life-giving word of God. Now listen to Bishop Edwin Ogo. Hallelujah. Happy birthday, Bishop. I don't even want to start because I'm sure in the middle of it, I'll start crying. All I want to say is that he's everything to me. I want want to say that, you know, I had a condition and everybody else was saying that you have to go for surgery. And then he was somewhere. So I called him. I said, pray for me. And he said that. And I said, "Ah, pray for me. He said, oh, as long as I'm with you, you will not go. For surgery, and I thought that it was just too simple. He should have prayed for me, but I'm telling you that because of that word, I'm totally healed in the name of Jesus. He's my doctor, he's my friend, he's my prophet, everything you can think about. And this morning, I celebrate you, Bishop Ogo. This song is dedicated to you. Amen. Put your hands together for Jesus. Oh 
Oh, somebody put your hands together. Keep clapping. Keep clapping. Keep clapping. Keep clapping. In 1 Corinthians chapter 4, verse 15, Paul reminds the Corinthian church that he is not one of their 10,000 instructors, but he is a father to them because he has begotten them in Christ. In his book, Those Who Are Dangerous Sons, our father, Bishop Dakiwad Mills, distinguishes between an instructor or a teacher and a father. What he says is that a father not only teaches you the word of God and instructs you on right living, but he is also interested in every detail of your life. In every little detail. Now, if you have experienced the ministry of Bishop Edwin Morgan Ogo, you will know that he not only instructs you the word, he's interested in everything. He can call you and tell you from now, this is what you should do. This is the business you should engage in. His is that of an intimate father, friend, pastor, prophet. And today, on the Sunday after his birthday, I am pleased to introduce him as my friend, my pastor, my father, my prophet. I want you to stand to your feet as well and get ready to receive the ministry of our father, Bishop Edwin Morgan Ogo. Somebody clap and welcome him. Hallelujah. Let's pray. Heavenly Father, we are grateful to you for the blessing of being in your presence. We even remember where we were before you called us to be here. And we say thank you for your word that has guided us through the seasons. Today, I pray that you will speak to us, you will encourage us, you will strengthen us by your word. Thank you for the wonderful privilege of encountering your presence. Let your wonderful will be done in Jesus' name. Amen. You may please be seated. It's me at Nasisabri. It's a joy to be here with you today. And you've had a very wonderful weekend with your wonder double weekend. And I hear yesterday was very powerful. And we've had a very awesome time in his presence today 
with our guest minister, Minister Yao. In Chidazi, am I right? Yao. And there, and Yenya, Akwenya, am I a minister? Enchi, minister, Enchi, Dazi, Edihenim. Thank you so much for coming here. We don't consider your involvement in this service lightly at all. And I believe that God who bestows the greatest and the highest honor will honor you. I was telling my wife a few days ago if I had just had my quiet time. And something very wonderful struck me. And I, it's a word to you also. And uh, that is Luke's account of the birth of Jesus was very wonderful. And I want to share this with you so that you get this wisdom key for your life. An angel came to Mary to announce the birth of Jesus, that she, Mary, was going to carry that savior of the world. Now, the Bible says that when Mary heard it, she kept it in her heart. Even Joseph did not want anyone to know that he was not the father of the baby. So it was like a secret. Because remember the angel appeared to Gabriel separately and to Mary. So, a time came, they had to give birth to the baby, so they were in a manger. Quietly in a manger. Remember, Mary did not tell anybody what was going on. She had gone to see Elizabeth far away and she had come back. Suddenly, as they were in the manger, minding their business with the secret they had kept, suddenly, three as I, I said three, some, some shepherds arrived. Ah, who are these shepherds? Who are you? And they said, an angel appeared to us. How? The angel showed us a star and we followed the star here. 
So Mary did not need to go to any FM station. She didn't need to publicize it in the newspapers. But God had made them great already through an angelic encounter by the shepherds. When the shepherds finished doing what they were doing, the Bible says that they left the manger and they went and published it all through town that something is happening in your city you don't know about. So there is a type of greatness you can never manufacture for yourself if God is not involved. No matter how you want to keep something low key and quiet in the corner, God Himself can cause it to be blown. And Finally, telling my wife that we don't need to worry ourselves many times. God himself can announce us to the world. You don't need to announce yourself. You will be in your room. And they will come and bow in your room. Now, the greatest advertising agency is God's agency. And I pray that he lifts you up. I pray he makes you great. Don't force to I mean God has made you a great minister. Anybody who cannot accept that is dishonest. The grace on your life is awesome. But let it remain there. Just fear God. Just honor God. Don't get yourself involved in the uh, the worldly ways of lifting oneself up. He himself can arrange your promotion. Amen. Even when there's no one, you yourself don't want anyone to know. God Himself will lift you up. Amen. I have worked with Him not for too long, just 32 years. But I've seen it that except the Lord lifts you up. So today, my word for you. Is worth ten million dollars. Remember the story of Mary and Joseph. The more they forced to keep things low key, the more God was blowing it everywhere till the sign was seen in the skies. Can you lift a star in the sky? But God can lift that star up for your life.
That is why my greatest prayer for you is not a prayer that you will have a good voice. It's not even a prayer that you'll be anointed. It's a prayer that you will fear him. Yeah. Don't touch what you shouldn't touch. Don't do what you shouldn't do. In my life, when I was young, I'm a, I'm a very old man now. <laughs> when I was young, there were some testimonies. I didn't know what was wrong with it. So I used to share some testimonies and about my life and all that. But as I've grown up, I've come to discover that it's not every testimony you share. It is God can embarrass you with fantastic, unbelievable stories that when you are telling it, somebody will even say you are making up a story. How can it be? How, 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 how? You are dishonest. But that is it. And it is that level of testimony I leave with you. Yeah. It's that level of testimony I leave with you. That a day will come, just as you take a microphone and you're about to share a testimony, you will stop because it's not for public consumption. Because it is, he says that the things I will do will cause the ears that hear to tingle. It's not every story. And I pray that God will give you that level of ministry. But I, I want you to remember that the shepherds were minding their business in the night. As the woman was in labor in the night. Unrelated. But God advertised that baby. Yeah. They were not in a palace. They were in a hidden manger somewhere. But God advertised them by angelic annunciation. May that be your story. May your name go miles and thousands of miles ahead of your body. That before your body arrives, you will have been celebrated and known and related with in different ways. In the name of Jesus. Amen. Clap your hands for Jesus. And uh, I've had a very good time today. Divine Encounter service, Victory service. Wonderful, awesome services I've had. And um, I dedicate the celebration of my life on my birthday to my father, Bishop Dagwood Mills. And I told them that all the attention they have given me, I am directing that attention to my father. And last, last month, I think, he released about 10 new books. 
Oda Krata Infuenfua Edu Eddie. And I decided on this my birthday Sunday to launch one of the books. And the title of that book is Others. Because I want to prosper, because I am very much into prosperity. <laughs> but not the prosperity the world preaches. This is the book that will lead to your prosperity in life. Others. And um, we who find ourselves in church must begin to exalt the wisdom of God. It is God's wish and will for you to prosper. But not how the world prospers people. You don't prosper. A pastor doesn't lead his church into prosperity by preaching about money. You know, there are two types of logic. 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 There are two types. There is the one-step logic and the multi-step logic. Others is part of the multi-step logic. One-step logic is, see, it says, I'm looking for a wristwatch. I need a wristwatch. So, because I need a wristwatch, I look for a wristwatch. That is one step. It's the logic of animals. I need money. I'm broke. I need money. Who's got some dollars, baby? I need money. So because I need money, what do I look for? One-step logic type of living leads me to look for money. It's like a goat. When a goat wants grass, it looks for grass. When a dog wants bones, it looks for bones. It's one-step logic. And it's the logic of animals. Which is what we are. Are you aware we are animals? You did science. Didn't you do science? Didn't you do science? 
What are you? Living things are divided into two. Not so. What are the two types of living things? Animals two types of living things. Animals and plants. I, I, I can't hear you. Animals and plants. Two types of living things are what? Animals and plants. So are you a plant? No. Please. What are you? An animal. An animal. <laughs> So it's not an insult. I am an animal. I am. And I'm not the only animal here. So for so on ye yeah yeah. Sebio or no sofo jina ho crampono or ye abua or beside ye nya bane se and your man here I home and a worry as so uchemwa or see a ye a dia anasi and moi. And to say, you dear, I am what they are, and you are not here, Nipas, you dear, they are, and you are not here, moi, and so on. I am an animal, this is a tall animal, this is an animal in white, this is a female animal, this is an animal wearing suits. We are animals, it's, it's normal. Don't say, why should I insult you? What, what is it? I don't know, I don't know, I don't know, I don't and as animals, <laughs> just like dogs and cats, our logic is one step. You want a job, you look for a job. You want a car, you look for a car. Now, and there is also the multi-step logic. Which is the logic of people who are higher than animals. That one says that if you are looking for grass. You don't look for grass. You look for a chair. Which will take you to a book. And then you will find grass. It's multi-step. So if I'm now, like I'm looking for a wife now. If I'm using a one-step logic to find a wife, how dogs also find wives? You just look for anything with big buttocks and thighs. And big juicy pumpkin-like breasts. So that is one step. I know any dream So which who can I find? I need a wife. I got a, I need a wife, baby. Come on. Have to inspect. So a lot of the men here who are animals, who are looking for wives, as yes, so, so so there's a men who sit at the back. Not because they're not spiritual, but they sit there so that when the ladies are coming, they look at the buttocks and the ties and see how they are walking. And <laughs> but, 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 but the one who uses the multi-step logic, who also wants a wife? 
we all need wives. He will not look for a woman, but he will look for an outreach. Amen. And look for a prayer meeting. Amen. And then begin to work on people who want to live for God and who want to give their lives to God. And as he is doing that, by the third or fourth step, the next one may be the fifth step that leads him to the woman. Because one of the people he's teaching, his big sister has a friend who is the one God has determined that he should marry. Amen. Clap your hands for her. And the multi-step logic, by the way, is the logic of the kingdom of God. In the kingdom of God, we use the multi-step logic. You want a car? You want a job? You want a wife? Seek ye first the kingdom of God. I want a wife. But I look for kingdom. Of God. Evangelism. Prayer. Building the church. And step two. And it's righteousness. And then step three, the woman, the car, the girl, the boy, the house, the riches, all these things shall be added. Can you clap your hands for Jesus? Many of you sitting here are lower animals. Some of you here, you are not different from a dog. Yeah. There's no church you hear such messages except this church. Some of you are cows. You can never think beyond one step. Can you imagine there's a lady here who wants a husband? And she's looking for a husband first. She's looking for a relationship with a man first. When she should look for a relationship with God. A relationship with her pastor first. Oh, I'm preaching a very important message. Because, see, and think about it, what's the relationship between, between a wife or a husband and a pastor? There's no relationship. But if you want a good marriage, you don't look for a marriage. 
You look for God. You, you look for a pastor. You engage the pastor in your life. And then, all these things. I, I just came from a holiday. I didn't spend one dollar. Five star living. Good Five star living. I didn't, I didn't spend anything. Even, even, even the idea of the location didn't come for me. Neither the idea of the, of the place I went to stay in the location didn't come for me. Oh my goodness. <laughs> what did I do? I was just a shepherd caring for my church members. That's a kingdom. Then caring for them, rebuking them, blasting them, sending them to do outreach, visiting them, caring for them. Then as, call, calling them animals. <laughs> That when I corrected their lies, they themselves said, this man has been good to us. Let us organize ourselves and send him somewhere for pampering. So I was in my room. Are you not looking for a place like that? You will never get it because you are looking for it. Look for the members. Look after them. Visit them. Pray for them care for them. They will lead you. So for said I went to out to you know, the NT I want to see Kakapre and Komunese or she share on your coupon man out with your mama or my own my son we hear and your master am I and yeah on what's a me here. I think I should stop preaching. No, because many of you are incapable of even understanding the virtue of this message. You are too low in your intelligence to understand this message. I should stop. Can, somebody should sing. Sing, let, let's go. They, they can't. They, Jesus said, you, He said, I have many things to tell you, but you cannot bear them. You cannot bear this wisdom. You will live your life looking for a job when you need a job. Some of you, if you need a job, you must rather clean the church. Or wash somebody's car. Yes. Because the best job for you is the job somebody will hold your hand like this. Look, the real jobs, there's no interview. <laughs> if you are being interviewed for a job, it means it's not a, it's not a proper job. <laughs> the real job, you don't interview for that job. No, no, no. The interview is done on the golf course. It's done in the first, um, first class cabin, upstairs, 30,000 feet. Then you say, oh, when you get Please call your boy to meet me. Just meet me and let me just see him. They finished interviewing 500 applicants. But the real person did not even attend the interview. Why? How long will you be an animal? Even though you're an animal, stop being an animal. (laughs) The people who are rich in this life, the real rich people, ask them, they will tell you, they didn't set out to look for money. But you, your vision is money. It's like when you see green, you see dollars. <laughs> I mean, you are such a goat. <laughs> yeah. Anybody here who 
whose vision is money will never be rich. This vision others is a key to the millions. It's a key to a happy marriage. It's a key to a happy marriage. It's the key that your pastor is working in the church. The first verse in this book is my best verse in the Bible. You know, there are two scriptures in the Bible. The one that is very popular, which takes us to heaven. John 3.16. When you remove John 3.16, my next best verse is Philippians 2.4. There is no scripture in the Apocrypha, Old Testament, Green Testament, Brown Testament, Philippians 2.4. This is the key. Because I'm a prosperity man, this is the key. Look not every man on his own they don't understand the message. I'm going. I don't understand it. You are not intelligent. You are not intelligent. Your intellect is low. I pray that God will lift your intelligence to I pray. The way you are living your life, even if you found money, I can predict in 10 years, you won't be a rich woman or a rich man. No, no, no. Because, please, I'm just, I'm saying that, the two verses, John three sixteen. that's a popular one. The one, which is the greatest scripture, Greater, there is no verse in the Bible, the canonized Bible, that comes close to this. But you hardly hear this anywhere. Because, you see, one of the characteristics of animals, which we are, is the behavior of self-preservation. And God made it so. As animals... We preserve ourselves. You know, you know so even as I blink my eyes, like this, I'm preserving my eyes. Yes. Every movement of my eyelid lubricates my conjunctiva. That's right. Your word. Conjunctival lubrication. Glory to God. And also, if you want to hit my eye, like I want to hit you right now. Ah, I see. She's closed her eyes. By... By closing your eyes, you are protecting your eyeball. Yes. So God made us in such a way that we we preserve ourselves. So if you are cooking a nice meal and then your hand touches the hot stove. Why? Because it's your preservation. You must withdraw your hand. It is part of the spinomuscular reflex. Yes. That is at the low level. Spinal reflex. Spinal reflex. You don't even need to go up here. 
Because you are touching something that will destroy you. Just like when you are touching a woman you are not married to, her breast, as you are touching it, you must have the spanner reflex. Hey! But some of you, as you are touching, wow! <laughs> there is no reflex in you that what I'm holding is wrong. So by continually squeezing it like condo, what you don't know is that every squeeze reduces your life by five years. <laughs> I'm preaching a very, very important message. I mean, I, I know you are not impressed. Every, like this, one, five years. So, some of you, you've got only two months to live. <laughs> I'm talking about naturally, we are made to preserve ourselves. Naturally. Our reflexes, everything is for self-preservation. That's animals. But those who want to live higher than animals, prosper more highly than animals prosper. Don't only preserve themselves. They preserve others. Sometimes even at their own peril. So in one of the chapters of this book, ah, I just opened to it. Interesting. It said, Nehemiah became famous by thinking about others. But today, those who want to be famous are on radio stations. Nehemiah became great. His name is in the Bible because he thought about what? He was fine. Nehemiah, he was, a cap- he, was, he was in captivity, but he was having a good time. You know, you know listen, listen to me. I, I'm sure some of you have seen it. There's something going on, going around on social media. World's top five ho- um, say hotels, prisons. Oh, I wish I had a good screen to show you. Prisons. Prisons where you are locked up. Prison. Top five. I think two are in Sweden. One in Finland. One in America. Some of the prisons. The top five. Not not, uh, in Sawam. Sawam is not part of it. (laughs) I said in Sawam is not part of it. The room. Listen. Some of them, their room is air-conditioned with a bed, a chair, writing desk. Then there's a living room. Wouldn't you want to be jailed? (laughs) No! Don't you want to be? Some of you are at, Lord, let them jail me, Lord. Let them jail me in Finland. Then there's a place, a whole hall. It's a gym. In the prison, it's a gym. Then they have their own kitchen where you cook anything you want to eat. 
There is, there is, there is one, yes, I always keep saying hotel. There's one prison in Finland. There, you, are, you, you, you jog in and out. You come, by the time you come, some waiters have got your food served. I was going I was going to say receive some jail time. <laughs> How many of you want to receive some jail time? No, I'm saying that I all oh, it's it, 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 I wish it's it, it's around top 5 prisons. I'm not making up a story. Very very serious. You preach, I say you preach. <laughs> you 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 eat, you cook anything you want to eat. No, I'm, let divine find it for you. Top Top five hotels. Give it to me. Yeah. The house. This is a prison. You know, one of these days, we'll be projecting stuff on the screen. Yes. Look, look, look at the room. Armchairs. Armchairs. Gym. Gym, yeah. Jim, the third one, look at the building. This is a jail, prison. I'm preaching about Nehemiah. The kitchen with fridge. Fridge, if they sell your mother, your father, you can't buy this fridge. <laughs> <laughs> Living room. <laughs> Flat screen television. Yes. Dining table, three chairs. Beautiful. Carpeted. Prisons. Now, Nehemiah was in this type of jail because he was serving the king. He was the king's cupbearer. I'm saying that there's a type of captivity. It is better than your freedom. But one day. As he was bringing the wine to the king, the king noticed that his face was sad. And the king asked him, Nehemiah, why is your countenance falling? Nehemiah knew. He said, I know you are not sick. Why is your countenance sad? But he said, I was so afraid because when a king you are bringing wine to sees that your face is sad, it means you are going to die. Because you, can po- you must have a bad mind. You serve a king with a smile. So when your face is sad, it means that there is wickedness. So Nehemiah answered immediately the king. There's nothing wrong with me. But the place I come from, I am fine here. But there are others living in the place with broken walls. The gates are destroyed. Even though I'm happy in this palace, I am thinking about other people. That's how come my face is sad. The king said, what do you want? He said, allow me to go at the risk of my life to build the broken walls. 
he did not need to go to Jerusalem. He was fine. But those who are happy when they are fine are the lower animals of life. Even the four lepers said, we are not doing well. We are not doing well. Where we came from, everybody is starving. Why do we eat this chicken, drink this wine, enjoy this? He said, let us go and inform them. That journey ended a famine that lasted for three years. Listen to me very carefully. Life is bigger than your life. The people who intend to be great, to marry, to be rich, to prosper, they don't think. Look not every man to his own things only, but also to the things of others. It is this verse that leads. So, you know why it is my best verse? Apart from John 3.16, do you know why? Can I tell you why? Because of the verse that follows it. Let this mind be in you, which was also in Christ Jesus. This, which mind? Which mind? Which mind? Then, we preach and say, though he was God, he taught equality. No, you see, you cannot go to verse 6 of Philippians 2, verse 7, verse 8, verse 9, verse 10, verse 11, without verse 4. The mentality that takes a person to the cross is others. The eventual end of Jesus is the end God also wants for you. What is the end of Jesus? He's seated above on the right hand of God. That is where God wants you to be. He said, where I am, there ye may be also. But you cannot sit there if you don't have that mind. Verse 10 says, at the name of Jesus, every name, you think it's only for Jesus? Listen very carefully. Maybe, you know, maybe nobody has told you. You see, the life of Jesus is a life we are supposed to live. His life is our life. His death is our death. He was crucified. Paul said, Galatians 2.20, I am crucified with Christ. He bore his cross. He said, if any man will come after me, let him first of all deny himself, carry his cross. So everything Jesus did, his suffering, should be our suffering. And then his exaltation should also be our exaltation. That, 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 at the name, that, that is, when you mention the name, every knee bows. Even me. Me. When my name is mentioned, knees bow. I'm telling you. Listen, listen. Don't the circles I'm in. I'm not the world's president. I'm not an assemblyman. I'm not a municipal chief executive. I'm not a DC. I'm nothing. 
but my little world, we call it the microcosmos, microcosm. My little world I am in, when my name is mentioned, knees bow. Oh yes, I won't lie to you. There is a way God can lift a man, your own friends. Wow. Downness, we are all carpenters. But this carpenter is different from us. Yes. We are all farmers. But this farmer is a different farmer. We are all lawyers. God did not intend for you to be among the crowd. He said, you are a city set on a hill which cannot many of you, your destinies are hidden. What is the road to the city up above? This mind. You can have a certain mind and live a certain life. I'm a doctor. You are a doctor. Are you to a doctor? Have you been put on a magazine like this? I'm asking, aren't you a doctor? Aren't you a specialist? When was the last time? When was the last? You should have been here. You should have come to victory service. You should have come to divine encounter service. That's how you see my celebration. Not restoration service. My celebration. My celebration. But why are you not being celebrated? I'm also a doctor. <laughs> Mommy, why? What's the problem? The reason is that the reason is that the people who are celebrated highly are the people who don't think about themselves. He said, and at the mention of his name, at the name of Jesus, every knee should bow. Verse 11. And that every tongue should confess that Jesus Christ is Lord. Put it aside. That every tongue should confess that Marisabel is great. Every tongue should confess that Sister Mabel's business is the top of the town. Top of the talk of the town. Jesus does not want to be the only person. That every tongue confesses that he is Lord. He wishes that you also, you also, people will confess. Yes. But you are too selfish to be great. Come on. Hello? You are too much into yourself, your marriage, your business, your image, your life. What I'm preaching now, no man in his right mind. Who wants to preserve his image will come and stand in front of a church and call them goats. <laughs> yeah. Those who, who, who damn their image, rather are those God lifts up and put on international media. <laughs> you should have seen my pictures on social media on, on Friday. Social media. You want people to do it, they don't even know you. Hello? It is not only Jesus Christ. He doesn't benefit. When he is the only one, every tongue calls Lord. He wants you to also be called great. 
He wants you to also be called powerful. A real leader does not want to be the only one at the top. A real leader wants the people he's leading to be with him at the top. Where I am. But, but you see, you see, you see, you see, the mind, the mind that takes you up there is not in us. It's only in Christ. That's why I just quoted verse 3. So I'm sure a spiritual person put it. Philippians 2, 3. Go back to verse 3. It said, let nothing to uh, be done through strife or vain glory. Vain. I cannot wear my shirt, my cufflings, and in my chain, my... Remind me, I must wear my chains. And, you know, as I come, wow, the bishop has come. Shall we all rise to our feet? The bishop is in town. And when I, my car is there, my driver is there wearing a white with a cap waiting for me. And by the way, I, 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 I'm not a small man. No, I, I'm, I'm not a small boy at all. There's no car I am not capable of driving. Yeah. I went to a, a, a pastor. He could not even... For 10 years, he cannot even grow his church beyond 200 members. He doesn't even know how to have a crusade. He came to me and said, help me. Help me. My ministry is being destroyed. I went to his church, talked to his leaders. When I finished, I was leaving. Oh, sir, I want to just tell you something. Uh, Is it possible for you to dedicate my car for me? Oh, why not? When I went, some car. You know, there's car and there's car. Car, car, car. As I was praying over the car, I remembered my car with cross ventilation and word of knowledge radio. Yeah, yeah. When I was coming this morning, it broke down. Yes. This this morning. But I'm, I am, I'm greater than anybody driving a Jaguar. You don't judge a man by the car he's driving. Out. I'm preaching. You're preaching too good. <laughs> you don't judge a man by his car. Watch it carefully. And by the way, one of these days, you will hear me coming to church on a helicopter. Yeah. <laughs> we are talking. Don't, don't, don't look at my car which has broken down to mean that I am at your level. I am not at your level. <laughs> Pastor, can you understand what I'm saying? Yeah. Don't do things by lifting yourself. Shall we welcome the bishop? He has come. He's wearing so tight and rings and my hair's curled a little. Yes. Glory to God. And I came to talk to you. Say, talk to me. Say, talk, say, talk to me, but nonsense. Don't do things by vain glory, but rather in lowliness of mind. That is why you are an animal, because you cannot bring your mind low. Let each esteem other. That's why there's divorce. That's why we are slapping ourselves in the marriage. That's why we don't talk to our wives and don't talk, don't talk to our husband. Because in the marriage, the wife is a big woman, especially if she came from Wesley Girls. And she's a doctor or a lawyer. I'll say bye-bye to you. Bye-bye. 
is big. Today, I came to launch this book. This is the book. Unfortunately, I don't have a lot. It will take you. Some of the chapters. So David became a national hero by thinking about others. You are a local local boy. David became a national hero by thinking about others. Joseph became a darling boy so he could help others. Daniel became a great prophet by thinking about others. Job was healed because he prayed for others. This book eh, holds the key to your marriage. Your children. Your business. Your life. The people who use one-step logic are the goats. Rise above them. The people whose reflexes are only to preserve themselves never do well. Even in the world's economy, the richest men in the world took daring decisions. Self-preservation is not in the dictionary of people who want to be great. They take steps, bold steps. And there's no step as bold as laying down your life for the other. Esteem each other better than yourself. Then verse 4. Look not to every man on his own, but rather on the things of others. Then he says, you too, you too, a follower of Christ, let this mind be in you. I'm enchanted by something in the first chapter. Four things you must remember about others. Forgive my voice. I've been preaching to others. Four things. Number one, others need Christ. You are not the only one who needs Christ. He says, Paul says, we are ambassadors for Christ. That is, when you have been saved, you should be involved in the salvation of somebody else. The blood of Jesus is a river and it doesn't stop with you. It flows past you. Others need Christ. You are not the only one who need Christ. A woman at the well. She met Christ. But she left her water pot. And went to talk to others. Others need Christ. Who is in church because of you? Is there anybody you can point to that this woman, this woman is here because of me? Shame on you. You have wasted the blood of Jesus. Paul said that grace I never knew it. He said, he said that grace should not, he said, the grace was not in vain. The grace to be saved, don't let it be in vain. 
it can never end with you. Others need a shepherd. You're not the only one who needs a pastor. Others need a pastor. And may you be a pastor to someone. Others need what? Jesus. Say others need Jesus. Others need a shepherd. Selfish. Selfish. You have a pastor. You have a covering. Others can go to hell. Wow. Wow. Others can go to hell. Wow. Wow. But Jesus says, others I have who are not here, them also I must bring. Four things you must know about others. Others need Christ. Others need Christ. Others need a shepherd. If you have ever sent a text message to your pastor, ask yourself, who is sending a message to me? Say what send the text message. I'm a software. Who be some who say why now not so send the message? I bet you in what if you mention number three, others must hear the message. Omo and Crawford couldn't so I was so much on your coupon assem. Others must know about this good news. I was so much and some pay yati. The four lepers said, Others in the city need to hear about this good news. I got a four nine castle. Omo will crony mono. I was so much and some pay. And number four, near Tosso nine. Others. Have issues. Others have problems. We are not preaching here because we have finished solving our problems. We are preaching not because we have we do we do have problems, but we are preaching in spite of our problems. You there's a call on your life, but you want to solve all your problems before you start serving God. Your problems will never end. Even today, the problem you have today, it will end around Thursday. Your personal problem today. By Thursday, it will be over. But the bad news is that. On Wednesday night, a new one will come to flash with the. Ohawa <laughs> I prophesy that your problem will end tomorrow by this time. Your problems will be Some of your marriage next year by this time, your state will be different. But just around 31st December, a new one will come and wait for the current one to go. 
plant your issues to end. No, no. We serve God in spite of our issues so that we can help others with issues to have their problems solved. What do you think this one means? Look not every man on his own things. You think it's television or car or house? No. Issues. I'm ending by asking you right now what percentage of your problems has to do with the church? Manu see Abraham maybe saw say ya kawo ha onyina abomu a nchemu ahe na efa asafo ne ho I'm asking a question maybe saw be asem forget about the church as in the church building and the church what aspect of your problems in life has to do with a church member somebody in the church wa bra boni nyina ya boni tofa e de na wo wa bra abomu a efa obi a owo asafo ne mu ehu your wife, your children, his homework, Oma, your, Oba sons, homework. your son's exams, Oba in your own exam, your business partner. You just came from China, so it's your husband, my Chinese partners, American partners, Turkish partners. All of our problems are about ourselves. I, mean, I, I, I cannot. I, I, you can't tell me that you, one of your burdens is about um, there's this guy Jacob, he's not been coming to church regularly and you don't know, you went to his house you brought him the last time, he doesn't come or there's a girl, be your, your church member, there's a married man in the church, he's chasing the girl and honestly Bishop, please control me I want to beat that man won't you mean kase abaiwa bi wa asafumu wa your church member na obe me bi a wa wari edu oba na chi won't you mean kase bishop jijema kuma anya sanda pro oyako won't you mean kan when will your problems also be about the church won't you so da be na wo how e be fa onyame asafo that you are not happy because your members don't come to church say when nyi e de church on crofo e ma sorry one pastor went to town so for bi kokromu went to a diy shop now a diy shop do it yourself bought a lock lock with key lock, door. lock check everything with nails and bought hammer and everything he, he was disturbed now he's not a full time pastor he's a lay pastor he, he went to his church member's house. A girl. He knocked on the door. She opened. Said, Are you in the room? Said, Are you alone? Said, Yes, I'm alone. So, okay. Stay there. Then he put his bag down. And took his tools. And began to unscrew the door lock. Remove the lock and you the new one he has bought. For he put it inside. Locked it. Check everything. Locked it. And he had the keys, you can't duplicate them. So he gave one of the keys to the girl. Check, stay inside and lock it. It got locked. Open. I've got a tray. Tray. They are with me. 
He took them home. Why? Because there was a boy. A Lebanese boy. Who had a key to the girl's room. Now our could come in at any time. Now would be our pair. I know that Lebanese they can smooch. What he did to the girl, the girl forgot that she is even a born again Christian. Is that, is that what I said? <laughs> Give me water. Let me pound this girl. Are you in the church? Should I baptize her? Should I baptize her? Foolish girl. When he locked the door, from that day, the boy did not prevent this church member again. Today, this lady is a lady pastor in the church. Oh, yes, a, carpenter, a pastor became a carpenter for others. His door is locked. It's fine. But he's buying a lock because of that. Made your life go beyond your little life. Amen. That is why today, I declare this book. Others by Bishop Doug Ward Mills duly launched. Yeah. And I want us to encourage. I said there are 10 books. Next week, I'm launch next two weeks or so, I'm launching another one. The title is One of You is a Devil. One of you. It's a devil. That's the next book I'll launch here. Every eye closed. Let's close the service. You want to say, Pastor, please pray for me. I want to give my life to Jesus Christ as we close the service. Wherever you are, you want to be born again. Every eye closed, every head bowed. Pastor, pray for me. I want to be born again. Every eye closed, every head bowed. Just lift your hand. I want to pray for you. You want to be born again. Yes. You want to be born again. Lift your hand. I want to pray for you. If your hand is up, come to me now. Come. I want to pray for you right now. Come. Come. I want to pray for you right now. Yes. Come. Lift your two hands and let's let me pray for you. Zonal leaders, move the communion elements. Position yourselves. Say, Heavenly Father. Heavenly Father. Today. Today. I realize I am a sinner. I'm a I've gone far from you. I've gone far from you. Please have mercy on me. Please have mercy on me. Lift your two hands and say, "Wash me with the blood of Jesus." Wash me with the blood of Jesus. Cleanse me, Lord. Cleanse me, Lord. Make me new. Make me new. I declare. I declare. I am born again. I am born again. I'm turning my back. I'm turning my back to the world. To the world. I'm going. I'm going all the way. 
all the way with Jesus. With Jesus. I'm born again. I'm born again. I'm sanctified. I'm sanctified. I'm a new man. I'm a new man. In Jesus name. In Jesus name. Amen. Thank you for listening to this podcast. We believe that you have been truly blessed. You can send a mail to Bishop Edwin Ogo at bishopedwinogo at gmail.com. Introduce this podcast to a friend, keep listening, and keep living passionately for God.